0: In this episode, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <didn't>
1: take it. <laughs> the Ask Gary V show. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vay, Nerd and this is episode 203 of the Ask! Gary V. Show. Before we get into the lovely guests and the one that's going to come at some point during this show but I got to get running so uh, we've got to get into it. I want to talk about my black eye. Get in here, Stefan. Yes, this morning I got a black eye. Uh, I took a huge elbow from Ben on our media team. He was on my team. He was like defending. It was very devastating but I kind of like it. It makes me feel a little bit tougher. And uh, and I'm excited about that. Uh, today we're doing a fitness entrepreneur oriented show. Uh, we have two faces that you might have noticed and a new face for us. So we'll start with the lovely lady first. Uh Nat, why don't you tell the Vayner Nation who you are, what this is, oh what God. you do, where you're from. Yeah. You get eighteen seconds. Oh my God, to break eighteen
2: down. seconds. Natalie Jill, and what I do is more I sim- than 18 <laughs> I'm Natalie Jill and I simplify fitness and nutrition. So I make it easier for people that are busy Every, everyone's busy my gosh but g- showing people how to and what not everybody can just order you know well, hire a full time no not everyone i mean it'd be amazing if we could no, all right. have someone follow us around right the train. but it's but so many people they can't they can't get to the gym they don't have time they've got kids they've got a job they've got a lot going on and i think people get overwhelmed and give up yep. a lot because they think well i don't have an hour and a half at the gym and i don't have a chef and i
1: do you think that's a bullshit excuse because nobody's busier than me and I think that I fixed it. Now I fixed it financially but it was really a mental shift more than like, like I'm sure that anybody who's watching right now that claims they're too busy to work out, if you audited their day, there's no way in their 12 to 12, 18 hours that they're awake or whatever or person sure. rolls that they didn't waste an hour somehow.
2: But that, yeah, I agree with that. However, I think it's always a decision. People have to decide it's 100%. a priority for them. So as soon as you decide something's a priority, you find a way. And okay, for decisions. example, never in my life,
1: even in the busiest and family and weddings and births did I ever miss a play of a Jets game because I
2: prioritized it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, and people, like just like I say, it's like brushing your teeth every morning. I mean most people, I, totally I hope right. most people brush their teeth in the morning. Mike does it. Oh, you don't, yeah. No, Mike, well, that's a good segue, Mike. No, <laughs> I'm kidding,
1: <laughs> So, So before we get into Mike, which I think more of them know, um, where did you grow up like how yeah did you get
2: i grew into up this? i grew up in dc okay. and um but i'm a california girl at heart and that's where i am now okay and i actually was in corporate america hustling in corporate for years and years but doing what doing dental implants isn't that exciting I mean, so is a, dental it's, implants. A, it's as I exciting was, as anything it's else very exciting i mean um, it's more exciting than being an accountant yeah. sorry i was okay. a sales director for a <laughs> yeah. dental implant company and but fitness and nutrition was my passion and it wasn't until i, I were not allowed to laugh <laughs> This okay, is like, okay. not, like, fucking, like, some, like,
1: you know, you're more than welcome to laugh, don't worry.
2: Yeah, there All right. My uh, homies are allowed to laugh. Fitness and nutrition was always my passion. Yes. But it wasn't until I hit my own personal rock bottom. Yes. Um, yes. Divorce, financial hardship, yes. gained a lot of weight. Yes. Mess of a life. Yep. That I had to decide, like you said, I had to make a decision that I needed to get back myself on back on track. So I mm-hmm. made it this a priority to learn more about fitness and nutrition and in changing my own self and sharing it on social media, which at the time I had no social media following. I had my hundred high school friends. Yep. But sharing what I was doing. And you did that where on Facebook? On Facebook with my hundred on friends. On your personal, personal page, page. Just sharing yep. what I was going through and my food and yep. what I was doing. It started to attract a lot of interest. Let's stop right mm-hmm. here right now.
1: The amount of you that are like What do I do? Like yesterday, I gave a little quick talk when I landed from San Diego, and then I went. Three people are like, but I don't have any followers, and I'm like, content. And And they're like, what? And I'm like, man, like content. Like, and by the way, yeah. either you're good enough or you're not. Like there's a yeah. million, there's a million Natalies that have shared uh-huh. their journey and nobody gave a shit. No. Like their high school hundred friends didn't care. Right. It was boring. <laughs> you did a bad job. The picture was stupid. You weren't <laughs> funny. You weren't interesting. Yeah. Like like it's the meritocracy content. And anybody can say, Well, there's a Facebook
2: algorithm and you've already got a lot of Am I at zero two? No, I had nothing. I had, I had zero two. Too. I shared BlackBerry photos, like for my of my food, but it was interesting to people, and they saw my body changing. And I, I'm being the true salesperson deep down. You sure. know, I people were interested. I made it an initial e But like, You know what? Let's stop there mm-hmm. as well. Like, I also had nobody, but
1: I was also a true salesman. Mm-hmm. And then my wine kind content did well. There was, a, you know, an understanding of what people are going to react to and buy into, whether totally. they're paying for it or whether they're buying in with their time and attention. Yeah. Is. What matters? So, like, if you're a great artist, like, tough luck that your picture is so beautiful. You didn't know how to get people to
2: buy in. Well, I feel like you can't do anything unless you have people interested in your, in your stuff. Like people who come to me with their business idea for social media, it's like, but do you have a following? Do you know people are interested in that? Until people are actually interested in your stuff, it's really hard to come up with your product or what you're trying to do there. So by me sharing my food and then ultimately my workouts, people were asking me, it was so easy to create a product because people are saying, I want more of this, I want more of this. And your following just grows. And it's, you know, I look at my Facebook now, I have 1.6 million, and it started from a hundred people. Yep. And it was just sharing, like you said, genuine what,
0: you content.
1: know, I looked at that Facebook account. Are you concerned that at that big of a reach, the engagement's not as high? So, like, I think one of the things that I looked at before we didn't know, I was like, wow, that's a really big number, mm-hmm. but the engagement's not as high against such a big number. Were, and I think this is a learning opportunity yeah. for a lot of people. Was there content like you know, To me, hearing the top line number yeah. is irrelevant. Right. Now, I know it works in the world. Totally. I'm sure you walk around and you're like 1.6 and people are like, holy shit. Totally. I look and I'm like, fuck, that's not a lot of engagement for 1.6. So was it contest? Was it a one singular viral post? To me, it seems like something happened in that page that the lack of engagement for such a big number speaks to what I've seen cliche happen in the marketplace. Something triggered a big following in a
2: singular or maybe two or three events that doesn't then follow the depth that I think is so important. Sure, I think my the engagement has was huge and it is on, like if I do a live video on Facebook or a video, my engagement's enormous. Mm-hmm. It, but if I do a picture with links, yeah. it, and that, that does come to learning and understanding social media and what's going on with the feed and paying yep. attention to that. Because yeah, every day there's I have something that will hit 100,000, 500,000 people yep. and then something that hits 30. Yeah, got, it's yeah. just yeah. paying no, attention to, the to
1: that. Mike, let's segue. Mm-hmm.
3: Most Who of are you time. I train Gary. I'm a strength coach, I'm a writer. And I've been following this guy around for 22 months, making sure that he doesn't eat baked goods.
1: (laughs) I love it. Now, Mike, I do think it's kind of ironic that you make your official show appearance in a world where today is my all time lowest Mm weight. So we weigh ourselves every day. And literally, I think it's super. Which which wasn't
3: a thing from the beginning, it's something that we tested and figured out. Is that true? Yeah, we, it's didn't, a, we didn't weigh we ourselves
1: did. every day. No, we, we were
3: doing like weekly weigh-ins. No, the daily weigh-ins has only been six or seven months. No,
1: it hasn't. I have the. I looked at back at the with. What do we use? Withings or something? Like that? Yeah, we
3: didn't get the scale until.
1: No, no. I, I think it goes further back. I'll check. while you. Oh no, we're charging my phone. Yeah, anyway, fine. What's up every day? I weigh myself every day. Every day? Myself every day. Okay. It keeps me in it's check. An accountability. It's, thing, yeah, okay. Like, okay. yeah. No question. No question. If I didn't, mm-hmm. I would cheat more okay i'm like and, I, and every time I weigh more, i'm always like because I like did eat like a piece of bread or a syrup or had a glass of wine I'm always like, all right, what am I going to tell Mike mm-hmm. but there's like no room to there's no room to like slither like it's just
3: in you know. like the scale isn't a perfect measure. No,
1: the scale's the, the reason I'm at my all-time lowest weight is because I played basketball for an hour and a half today and I shed a lot of water weight. Like I'm actually like you know I'm probably a pound or two heavier in reality. Like I've come to learn that too. Yeah. But so I know that it's water weight. I know that after I eat a banana on Snapchat, mm-hmm. if I go up when I weigh myself, I'm like oh my god that could be a you whole. You eat a lot pack. of bananas on Snapchat. I do. So. <laughs> yes, that
2: is a that is a thing. <laughs> how how is Snapchat going for you? I love. I'm obsessed with Snapchat. I when did it. you get serious about it? Um, probably from you when I started watching you doing it. And then and then I got all my friends doing it. It's just fun. Wait a minute, you have questions, Mike. You so have me. questions. No, no that's right. I forgot about that whole part.
1: I thought we were like a in full interview, Mike, like a little bit more. Like so, go back to your backstory a little yeah, bit quicker sure. um, that. You would, also sat in like an office cubicle and you're yeah, yeah. through this.
3: Yep, yep. I went to college. I got a, an accounting degree. I worked at a big box accounting firm, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Think about I, the accounting joke I, I, I yeah. did.
1: Um,
3: and uh, and I hated it. I just it wasn't even that I was dying to do fitness, even though that was what yeah. I liked for myself. It was that I hated that so Mike much. Like
1: why should. Why are there coffee stains on your ID? <laughs> I, I mean, I spilled this you morning. You do not
2: look like an accountant, by
3: the and way. Account. That wouldn't have
2: worked. So
1: thank you.
3: Like, <laughs> and, yeah, I wasn't very good accountant. Um, I quit my Why job. Why you say thank I... you? Like
1: you just you just assumed that she said you, you looked good. That's, <laughs> that's what she <you> said. <laughs> Keep going.
2: <laughs> Maybe I think accountants are hot. Yeah, I'm oh, sure.
1: That could be. Yeah, all yeah. All right. we need
2: the, making the accountants are hot T-shirt. We need some new T-shirts. All
1: right, that. go ahead.
3: Um, so quit my job. I moved to New York City to intern for free for your previous trainer, John Romanello. That's right. Worked for him for a year. Started building my own brand. Started writing. You know, I have
1: to say this. In a, in, if you know Stefan Brett, this is really funny like, in, like um, you know what and this is a passion of mine. I talk about spec work and working for free a lot and I get a lot of pushback. Oh whatever like you're gonna sell wine for free? I'm like no, no, I paid for wine mm-hmm. and so thus I have to pay, sell it for something. but my own time that comes totally. free. time is your asset. You had time. Yes. Like you took, like you had zero, you had time, you put in the yes. hustle, I had time, you had time. Mm-hmm. D Rock had time. In my ecosystem, you and D Rock are getting the most attention, and India are getting, but like you guys are getting the most attention, both did something for free. You interned for a dude for free. And D Rock made a movie for free, and I'm telling you guys right now, you want to get there's so many of you that are artists, musicians, make shit for free in exchange mm-hmm. for exposure.
2: Exposure is opportunity. Yeah, I agree. God, 95 of what I do yeah. is free content. Sharing. Let's go
1: fast. We're like really yeah. short a show. I gotta okay. go. Oh, oh my god. I got another Charlemagne The guy. I gotta go yeah, do the Breakfast, breakfast Club. All so right. Let's do. Oh, video. video. From they're all video. From Jill is here.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know Jill? Hey, I have a question for you. The online fitness space especially seems super noisy and like everyone is saying the same thing. For new bloggers or for new online trainers, what's the number one piece of advice you would give them to set themselves apart in the marketplace? You can't just have a super fit body. You can't have the top certification anymore and even being consistent with content doesn't seem like enough. So is there an X factor? And I would like to know what
0: you think that is.
2: Um, I would say you have to, you have to think of your, who your exact audience is and talk specifically to them and not worry about the number and everybody else. But who is your exact audience? Who's the type of client you're trying to attract and create things for? like you're talking to one person for them? Because that's what's going to attract more people to you personally. I mean, it's, it's not thinking like who is the masses, what, who are, is everybody going to want? It's just talking to your ideal client like it's one person. Mike, you sell at, what is it, now? 400 a month?
3: Online coaching. Yes, three fifty. Three fifty
2: a month. Mm-hmm. Your
1: business took a real interesting turn in January when you went hard on Snapchat. Yes. Mm-hmm. What has happened there? What to answer that question? What you know? Because I think that's my answer to, mm-hmm. to Jill, which is you've got to find white space. Yes, it is harder to bust out in fitness on Instagram in April and May twenty seven sixteen than it was in January twenty thirteen because it's called supply and demand. Like it's just supply and demand. So you moved fast in environment on uh, on on Snapchat. So being there mm-hmm. first, being there first. Yeah, being there first is real, guys.
3: Yeah. yeah, I agree. I also, I disagree. Like I don't think people are pumping out content. I think that is the, the biggest weakness. I think people are lazy. I think that like Remember how lazy you realized you I'm, realized I'm you still are? lazy. I haven't posted on Instagram in two weeks and it's pathetic. You're but, lazy. I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> What do you mean, that it's pathetic?
1: No, that you didn't, you have not posted something on Instagram in two weeks? Well, I
3: posted yesterday, but like once in two weeks. Yeah, I know, you're pissed.
1: He's gonna fire you. No, I'm not pissed, I'm just <laughs> <Disappointing>. highly disappointed in <laughs> you. Yeah. That's so much worse. I'm gonna eat so much shit today, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna gain seven pounds of the scale today. Um,
3: I, I agree, going where people are I want him to
1: feel the disappointment that I feel right now.
3: <laughs> okay. next, so question. Get next question, next question. <laughs> I'm disappointed,
1: I'm <laughs> we're
2: done with you, Mike. Next questions
1: question from Jen.
2: Hey Gary, my name is Jen Glisson and I'm a private trainer out of Los Angeles and my question to you is about branding. I currently have a personal training business that's thriving, I have a 12-week digital workout guide that's selling online, and my third mode of income is going to be a studio where I'm running my signature classes all day, every day. So as far as branding goes, how do I build my brand to be stronger, bigger, and get more people through the door without paying a PR company thousands of dollars a month?
1: So, you know, I think this it's funny because we cut off Mike because I wanted to razz him, but it's going to be the second theme. Mike's not wrong. He's actually very right. He just doesn't have the ability to talk about it because he has only posted one thing on Instagram in two weeks, so he's a hypocrite. The answer is content. The answer is content, content, content. How do you do it? A... You know, and you've got to listen, you've got to. The studio thing, I think, is a very good idea. I like the virtual and real Mm -hmm. aspects, just like, but you know, like we were talking before we started, like, this is harder, the physical than the digital. Uh, A a retail store, like I grew up in in an agency, that's even harder. Like, you know, kudos on you. And it's funny, when I was watching that video, I feel very confident that you're going to execute on that. What about the content around that? I think the gym or studio that creates the office, Mm -hmm. so think about Daily V. What I think you should do is invest money to a full-time Stefan, and an editor, and put out a 20-minute show about your studio on YouTube every day. Like Literally, people will want to go. People travel the world to beg to come here to take a selfie in this room when I'm not here. Just think about that. So think about yeah. if you have a studio where there's a sitcom around the janitor, the front desk gals and guy, you, uh, the you know you have to blur out faces because a lot of people may not want that, but some will. So you got the regular Rick, who's trying, you know, yeah. like uh, it's Cheers. It's it's literally a show. I think that would be the number one way to brand. You don't sell from that. That's brand. I don't sell from Daily V. I macro sell. I don't micro sell.
2: So do you think, I, what I think is what a lot of people don't realize about content too is you can shoot content from one thing like YouTube, like you said, like I do I do that too. And then you could take content from that YouTube video and re-edit smaller clips for Instagram or for Facebook. 100 percent transcribe it, make a blog. Like Our you whole, can take my whole same,
1: world is built on that. Yeah. This show, inevitably, an article from Brent, uh I might look, I'll give you a good example. Daily V 34, 33, was it with Shah the God thirty-three? Mm-hmm. I put on Facebook and it's long form, great. 50,000 views, 70,000 views, You know, 100,000 reach. A minute, 20 second clip from an interview with Shah the God posted on Facebook. 15 million organic reach, yeah. 4 million views. Yeah. The, you know and, so, and then quote cards and the quotes. Infographic 100%. for Pinterest. 100%. Well, 100% yeah. and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. The Instagram, excuse me, I don't have a laptop around me a lot now, it's the number one move I'm mad that I'm not doing, Snapchatting my laptop playing the YouTube video that I want everybody to yeah. see. Like it's, it's the microing the macro. You're, Mac you're not hustling enough. You're right,
2: let's you move just, it. <laughs> you need to start doing it. By the way,
1: I fully believe that at all times. <laughs> I really believe that by the way. I always believe there's another thing, even though my latest Snapchat story has me concluding last night at midnight and starting this morning at 5 a.m., not enough. Well, you're just gonna have to DNA clone yourself. Respect. (laughs) I think this one's more for Gary. Good. CJ, CJ, I'm attracted to this guy. (laughs) Make him louder. (laughs) How did you choose the fitness professional? that's coaching you? One more time. I was too distracted by his charming (laughs) looks. (laughs) He's gonna be so pumped.
3: Hey Gary, I know you recently made a change in your life to make fitness more a priority for you. How did you choose the fitness professional that's coaching you?
1: How did I choose Mike? Yeah. Look at this monster walking (laughs) in.
0: What's up, man? man? you were beating up everybody too much or something? Taxi hey. people. How you doing, little? How are you? All
2: right.
0: What's, What's up, up man? Mike? Oh, man. Nice my man. man, get in here. Hi. How you doing? What's Good up,
1: to see you. Hey, so Alright, let's go. i smaller. What's right. going on? It's tiny tiny guy. So. I do like you thinning out a little bit.
0: I like it too. summertime, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right,
1: Mike, why don't you tell everybody real quick who you are and then we'll answer. I mean, I'll actually answer that question so we can go right into the next question. It's very easy. A lot of things in life are just relationship-based. Two, three years ago, or three years ago, or three and a half years ago, I tried to get my health going for real, I put out to social media thinking that's what I was going to be accountable to, the peer pressure. Want to get in here, my man? I, I thought the, uh, I thought I was going to uh, uh, succumb to the peer pressure of social media to hold me accountable. So I said I need to get work out. Uh, John. Roman, who we mentioned earlier, got his community to like shout me out heavily, I should be your guy, great, I picked him. That was my relationship. Mike was his intern, that was the relationship. So I picked my person based on relationships. Mike and I actually worked out together unsuccessfully before we got into this for five or six months where I worked out four times eight times in four months and canceled 19 times on his way to my gym because I hadn't made the mental shift. So to answer the question, uh, on relationship. Mike, why don't you tell the uh, Vayner Nation that didn't see our interviews, that watched the Ask Gary show only, a little bit about yourself.
0: I'm sorry, cough drop. I'm trying to finish it up. I was trying to hold punch on, it. I was trying to punch it slowly. Let me ask you a real quick cool question. What's up, brother?
1: You're 20 minutes late. Okay. And then we get to the moment, and you still can't answer on the spot. You still, gotta like choose something. Still
0: got my cough drop, man. He's not, he's not go ahead.
2: Ahead.
0: First of all, I apologize for being late. No worries, go, go. 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 All right, Mike Rashid, uh CEO of I'm So Alpha, I'mSoAlpha.com supplements, the Alpha Academy. I have a OK YouTube channel. Um, just opened a gym, Iron Addicts Gym Miami. So excited about that. And, uh, you know. uh,
1: Tell me about the boxing. I like that shit.
0: I used to box. Yeah. (laughs) But what he likes even more is I used to tap dance. I do like that. Play saxophone, piano, all that good stuff. Don't anymore, but you know, I just, uh, you know, I'm a businessman. I'm in the fitness space. I started there. Um, But you know, I have a huge inclination for helping people. I always talk about I live a life of service. Um, Just like my brother right here. I give, 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 give. And when you're giving, the universe gives to you. That's not why I give. I give because it makes me feel really good. And,
1: uh, and it's an important notice. Like for me, I'm the same way. But I'm not naive that it brings me benefit. I like giving because I like it. Very honestly, I like the leverage of it. Like, mine's a little bit less noble. Like, I am starting to understand myself in my late 30s or 40s, not just from the business leverage, just like in life. Like, every really, I'm an immigrant that doesn't like to owe anybody anything. Me and my dad have a lot of friction on this. And it actually comes from a very noble place from both of us, which is we don't want to owe anybody anything. So it's weird because we have a relationship and thus we're always jockeying to not owe. I mean, I got into my family business. I legitimately did not grow that business to such a level because I wanted money I wanted to pay my parents back for bringing me to America and giving me the opportunity to help the family business. It was me paying back the debt and making sure I had the leverage over my parents or at least equal is really kind of how it plays out to my parents and so that was important to me. So I understand that. I understand that. I think people are very confused on, oh it's bullshit you want to give, you know what you want. Yes, nobody's confused. I don't think you're confused that nice things happen whether financial or emotional which is even better. But for me, it's even a little extra tweak and I'm curi- I wanted to share with you guys because I'm curious about this. For me, it actually stems from I don't want to owe you anything.
0: That's like, true.
1: I hate when people give me you, stuff. You know
0: what, I a part of me giving and doing things for people is to like tip the scale in my life of good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I made a lot of mistakes in the past. You know, I, I, I own it, I've dealt with it, I've atoned for it. But I still want to do, 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 sure. do just the other day, like we go and do things for the homeless often, right? But late recently we started recording it, putting it out there. Yep. Then I had somebody uh, hop on Instagram and say, well, who's better? The guy who does this in secrecy or the guy that stands sure. in a soapbox and tell everybody. Yeah. I was like, actually asshole, it doesn't matter who's <laughs> better. What matters is people are getting fed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So even if I was doing it for vain reasons, which I'm not, people are getting fed and that's what's most you know, important. I get it, man. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I love it because uh, one night, just me and the crew went out. Uh, the next night, I, I told people on Snap, like, yo, these people don't even care about the food. They're fucking thirsty. They need water. So if y'all want to come help, bring water, Gatorade, 11.30, mm-hmm. meet me at the gym.
1: Tons of people, yeah.
0: Man, it was like 15, 20 cars deep with it's people. Crazy. So much water, so much Gatorade, and, you know. Once, you,
1: once you have attention, yeah. and once you fulfill yourself, right. that's the key. Like, I tell a lot of young entrepreneurs, there's a lot of young entrepreneurs right now coming out and they want to start NGOs from the get. And I'm like, cool, as long as you're honest with yourself that you're not doing it because you want to position yourself as a noble person in society, mm-hmm. it's because you feel fulfilled already. Exactly. Because the only way you can give is once you have. The reason I give away all my shit for free in a business environment is because I'm good. I'm good enough, I'm fulfilled, and I don't need to give it with something in return. Do things right. happen? Do people buy books? Do things, yes, things happen. but. But it, like once your energy is in that right place and so, so many of you are doing things tactically that you think work but you haven't fixed the way you feel about yourself yet to have that foundation to go. It's funny, I sent this to you yesterday, Brett, I think. I have to write this article. It's called I've Already Won. I've already won because if I do something, a book, a business, a show, if it works, well, I've won. Like it worked. Like people care, like I won. If I lose, I've won because I love losing. Because I think it's fair, it's motivating, it makes me wanna climb. I like the bottom. I was like, you were telling your story, and you couldn't even imagine my brain saying, yeah, like <laughs> rock bottom, divorce, yeah. no money, more weight than I've ever been before. <laughs> like, that's when you looked in the mirror. Yeah. Like, it's all the same yeah. Rocky movie. It's like, I just, all I wanna do is like take logs and run through fucking snow. Rocky, <laughs> you know? Rocky. All right, one quick question, because I'm gonna miss, I'm live on the radio. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's two more.
2: There's, I have one for you guys and then we can talk after and do the thing like we do with the Snapchat. Exactly.
1: Well, you have one more question? One more question for all of you. Okay, but can I go maybe actually? You you want to go right now? Yeah, I'm going to just hug it out. I'm going to okay. be okay. late. I got to be live in the air. Sorry, I got right, to run. Good to see you. Great to see Bye. you. Thank you. Thank we will you. link up the book for sure. Awesome. Mike, Thank you. but i you <laughs> Alright guys, I'll see you later. Bye. Uh, you guys get to ask the questions of the day. Don't let them go too long because you know okay. like, I don't trust them. Um, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I heard ask that you. question and I wish you guys well. Thank you. The ladies in charge. Nothing till lunch.
2: Alright, Mike. Thank you. Alright, let's go. Hi Gary, it's Rhea. I'm a trainer from Birmingham, Alabama. So I used to offer these individual fitness plans, but I ran into a lot of problems with scale once my business took off. I'd like to use my background in video and editing to create a video course and help with the scale issue. I was wondering your thoughts on that and if there are any known pitfalls I should look out for. Thanks. I mean, go ahead.
0: Well, that's not my feel because uh, I typically stay away from any kind of online training. Um, Not that I'm against it, but me personally, I'm so all in. I gotta be there with the person, touching, feeling, making sure, you know, uh, spot checking, making sure certain muscles are being activated. You know, uh, I can give you this program and it may not be, it may be too much for you. It may not be enough for you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really good. with training instinctually, myself and other people. So I like to be there, you know, but I know a lot of people with successful online training businesses and you know it's all good but this is not my
2: totally you know. I would say I like the idea of video academies and I like the idea of being able to reach a lot of people but um, what you could do is personalize it and if you make some more general academies and video academies you can have open forums for maybe there's you know once a month or once a week that you do a live broadcast or a call with them so you can answer individual questions but it is a way if you know you don't want to deal with more individual clients I think creating programs is, is amazing, and then just right. deciding, and also changing the price point. Right. So rather than having what you would normally charge for training, you charge a lot less, mm-hmm. but get it out to the masses, but you, you're you telling people this is not customized for you. Right, this is, you right. have to make your own decisions. That's true.
0: What I do do, I, I do put, um, I have eBooks, uh, a complete series of my, tr- my style mm-hmm. of training broken down very specific to me and I say mm-hmm. that and I say, you know, scale it to your body weight, one rep max, mm-hmm. etc. And then certain movements that they may not know what it's about, there's a video uh for that on the awesome. actual uh link. So and, but and, and you can reach more people doing that. Yeah, you like, reach a like, lot of people. Like you could oh, for you sure. could
3: give someone like a million percent experience in the gym. Right. But you can only train how Just many people, those people compared right to like right. giving someone your program which mm-hmm. is gonna help them not mm-hmm. as much as like if we worked out together mm-hmm. in the gym. Right. But you could reach Five hundred, you know, ten million,
0: however, but it's important to, like, like Natalie said, to let them know that this is not, yeah, yeah, right, right. you know what I mean. So.
3: and for the video course. Right. right. And it's also who's, who's,
2: who's your audience? Because for like for mine, it's very mm. different than your audience. Like I have a very a general weight loss uh, audience. Mine are
0: house mom housewives. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> the same. All right. Hardcore <laughs> housewives. My, gen, so
2: for me, for the general weight loss population, like a lot of them don't necessarily need the trainer and the, the hard gym court workout right now. So for them, teaching them some body weight moves, teaching them things that they could do at home, I'm able to scale that. So I, I built my online business um doing things online, having e programs and video academies, and so i I'm all for it, and I think it's a great way to reach more people, and I'm um, still great get great content out. For
3: sure, yeah, for sure. The th- the thing I would add too is have community with that mm-hmm. like course because oh, that's yeah, what that's like what great. a lot of people miss is yeah just like somewhere to interact with other people who are going through the same thing. A
2: Facebook group or even a, um yeah, you can do just doing your that. own membership site mm-hmm. with that. Yep, yeah, I like for sure it. for sure. Okay, guys, question
3: of the day starting this way,
2: all right. Mike. What do you want to ask the internet oh i'm asking yeah we're all going to ask a question
3: when was the last time be honest that you posted on instagram
2: okay my okay my i didn't i wasn't prepared for this one okay my question of the day would be for, especially for anyone trying to build their social media is i want you, is to ask yourself what if the next time you post anything you're going to post anywhere Does it add value? Is it something that's going to make people feel encouraged, motivated, and care? And is it something they're going to want to share? Because if you can't fit it into those things, it's probably not great content. So, thinking before you post that it's not about a selfie of yourself or whatever it is, is is what you're sharing adding value? Is it interesting? Does it encourage, empower people? Because I think that is the essence of how I can say I built my social media is really thinking of things that would empower others.
0: Right. Um, question of the day. I have long questions and layers (laughs) and stuff, but no, uh, why do you do what you do? Kind of, kind of piggybacking off of what, uh, Natalie said, we see a lot of people posting, you know, sexy shots. (laughs) I want you guys to ask yourself, why am I posting this? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, what would my mom think if she saw this? Or my father? Mm-hmm. You know, literally think about these kind of things, because I don't think that a lot of you really realize why you're doing what you're doing. You just see other people doing it, and you think that's what to do. So really uh, ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is what am I trying to? What's my objective with this particular post? Um, what do I want to get out of this? What kind of attention am I, am I looking for? And just when you think, when you ask yourself that and start thinking about uh, what you're doing, you might change or you might find some kind of direction in what you're trying to do but have purpose in what you're doing
2: mhm like that that's good